You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. My name is Stephen Hamilton, and I'm a colonel in the United States Army, and I am currently working at the Army Cyber Institute as a technical director and the chief of staff. Computers have fascinated me since I was probably in the second grade. Uh, I had the VIC-20. I I wrote some basic programs. I had the old compute magazine. It was difficult back then. We had, I had one computer class, I think, by the time I graduated high school, and and I obviously did well in that class. But my whole goal was to do computer science. Um, The military became a different part, and it was mostly because I went to go to my brother's dorm at the University of Texas at Arlington, and it just seemed... It seemed chaotic, and I and I just felt like I needed more order, so I ended up applying and, and then coming to West Point. So that's what got me started. And then, of course, when I was at West Point, computer science was, was my degree of choice as soon as I hit the ground. After I graduated, I had a, a difficult time choosing a branch um, because there wasn't any branch that directly related to computing. Uh, the one thing that I did hold on to is, that, is the fact that I... Um, already had my ham radio license. I was interested in radio. And so I decided to branch signal. And I, and I think that that made sense at the time. Then after that, there was this, uh, it was kind of a funny story, but there was somebody that came to the motor pool and they said, hey, we heard that you're a computer scientist. Um, we have this thing that's written in cold fusion and nobody knows how to operate it. And I was like, oh no, cold fusion, that's terrible. And they're like, wait a minute, you've heard of it? And I was like, oh yeah, I've used it when I was uh, growing up or when I was at, at West Point. And so um, they're like, oh, well, you're our guy, you're coming up. So I, I immediately moved to the G6 and I started programming a cold fusion web application called TacWeb. It was, um, it became evident to me how important it was when I when I uh, met with the commanding general and he's like, so you're my tech web guy. He's like, this is what I want you to do. Like, I need this, over, this override status on this specific report. And it was very, very detailed. Um, general Sharp was absolutely amazing with telling me exactly what he wanted. And so I, um, I spent uh, a couple, about two and a half years probably just working on that website. Code it first and, and, and realize what you're trying to do, understand the nuances of it, throw that code away and then just code it again. And then you'll have that elegant solution. And, and I, I even do that with my writing as well. But it, it, I think that that sometimes your brain has to just understand what's going on. And there's, you can design and plan all you want, but when you actually write the code at the end of the day, um, and I'm not, I'm not knocking design, believe me, not at all, but I'm just saying that that sometimes you'll write it and you'll realize that there was just nuances that you didn't plan for. And um, and once you've done it, though, and you've walked down that lane, you can go back and say, just like you said, then you can say, oh, there's a there's a way better way of doing this. 
when I left Fort Stewart, I ended up working on another website for like a battalion tracking, so more of a tactical level at Fort Hood. And that was just because word of mouth in the army happens. And I had a battalion commander who was like, hey, yeah, I heard you did a bunch of cool web stuff at Fort Stewart. I need you to, to fix this. And it was like our training slides and tracking our soldiers. And that became super fascinating. And I, and I worked on that. I also worked on a bunch of uh, uh, communications equipment because that's when I deployed to I- Iraq. And I, I so I was kind of working two pieces. One was I was like the automation training person, but I was also the operations person for uh, for the networks and, and trying to figure out how to monitor them efficiently. And then uh, I, I will say as a as a junior officer or even a, even a junior major, I guess, a, a senior captain, you know, I, I did my company command, but I I really got to a point where I felt like um, I was getting burned out. I had two two kids and I was gone all the time. I was working weekends and, and I, I really hit a burnout point. So I was planning on getting out of the army. And my last ditch effort was um, I applied to teach at West Point in the computer science department. I thought that would be a cool thing be, uh, because first it would get me to advance my degree. I could go back and learn more about computer science. It was, it was a challenging and rewarding assignment that um, it gave me pretty stable hours too for the family as my, my kids were young at that point. So um, that's kind of what happened there. And then basically by the time I was leaving, um, we were in a high deployment time, uh, 2011, but the cyber was just kicking off and um, General Alexander personally came up to West Point. He pulled us all into cybercom. So that's how I got my cybercom assignment um, working in the J5. One of the things that's that's helped me become successful is um, the the first thing I would be do is start with why. If you you just got to be flexible and you just got to be positive, and then you, and you got to have your why. Like, do you, do you feel like you're doing what you do? Like, is it important? It, it is the mission getting done, or, or if you understand what the organization is trying to do, your heart should be in getting that organization there. It, it's not it's not a selfish thing. It's not about you improving but it's all about getting the organization to that next level. And now a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. <laughs> 